Surprise, you survive. You know, it's been recent deaths. It's called the celebrity, like, Holocaust or some shit. I don't know what the hell is going on. You got uh, five deaths in the last 12 days. High profile people. How'd you survive, Rick? I'm not famous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to survive. <laughs> it's like shit, you gotta worry about paparazzi anymore. You gotta worry about dying unexpectedly. It's like Final Destination if you make over 100,000 and shit. But, um,. In all seriousness, uh, just a lot of, it's just weird, like, over the last 12 days, you can go down on a list, oh, and, and it's like, it's funny that we only really counting five people, it was like two writers, two famous writers that died in this mix too, so technically it's seven, and I, the, the, the name of both writers escapes me right now, but literally, from last, um, from the beginning of these 12 day period, uh, yeah, Ed McMahon died. He was what, eighty six? He was yeah, he was eighty six and he was in poor health, so I saw that coming. Um, you had Farrah Fawcett die. Farrah Fawcett was in poor health also. She had anal cancer. Right. But yeah. what shocked me about that one was she died the same day as Michael Jackson. Yeah, and yeah. you had Mike, you had Michael Jackson. And then which which kinda got me and like came out of nowhere, Billy Mays died. And yeah. it was just like speculation on how he died. You just I heard the uh, the the police report when they called and his wife called and apparently she was asleep with him for five hours he was dead for five hours and she was in the bed asleep with him and they said by the time they woke up and called the police he was so stiff they couldn't move him how long does it take for a body to decompose and it takes a while but I think the rigor mortis is set in oh. um, I don't know I don't really know but she, apparently five hours is enough to let rigor mortis set in and just stiff he said his lips were blue and everything mm. um, and there was speculation of whether 
the um, the airplane would have been at fault because he was like hit upside the head with like luggage or some shit. But it turned out he had like a, a heart problem. And then from there, you have Steve McNair get like hit with four shots, two in the head, two in the chest. You know, most recently, him and his girlfriend. We're not gonna include her because she's she's not famous. Well, they um they said. He got shot three feet away, and she was shot at close range. So I'm pretty sure. No, he said more than three feet away. More than th- well, there you go. I, I, Except I, for the last one, three of the shots were more than three feet away. The last one's right at his head. Because they were trying to figure out how all this came about, and I'm like, okay, he got shot. She, I, I just immediately said, okay, she shot him. She shot. She shot herself. You just don't know. Is that her speculation on professional hit? Because they said no. I mean, I'm, this is only speculation, but it, but. They mentioned that she had, like, no background in shooting. I mean, they didn't say what what more than three feet. I mean, three feet and one inches is technically further away than three feet, right? right. I mean, me and you are about three feet apart. I can, I can probably hit you in the head and the chest. But I, mean, I, but I don't know. I don't know. And they said it was a semi-automatic weapon. You don't know. It's, that's, that's still kind of under debate at this point. But I think the, the whole depth thing, it was just kind of crazy. I remember me and T were coming, coming from somewhere... And he was just like, damn, it seems like the Lord is taking away all his people right now, or something, something along those lines. It's like, every every time you, you heard something, like somebody new died. And he's like, what the hell is next? Who's next? Who's next? Yeah. But here's the kicker. And, my, and, and thinking to mama, it's like, some of these people who have, like, that you would think that's going to kick it, not not saying that someone should be dead right now, but... Like Patrick Swayze, he is like he, every week, and you look at these tabloids, he's gonna be dead you know, within a week. You know, I think he's gonna be the next one. I hate to say it like that, but he got cancer. He, I don't know, I don't know but I mean, he's literally just—I mean, he's like survived. Survive. I'm sure he's in immense pain. I heard pancreatic cancer, like the worst oh, cancer. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's slim chance you survive that kind of cancer. Oh, yeah, and there's like some cancers, like with Farrah Fawcett, has like I've never even heard of anal cancer. I have. I mean, you hear rectal, you hear colon cancer, of course. Colon cancer. But, but anal is just like, you, you don't hear about it that often. You've heard about it, I haven't. But anal is just like, this is something new. Yeah. And I, I just don't know. I just like, it just kind of frightens like, you know, what, what the hell is going on? Is there something that they're drinking? Is that avion, expensive avion water or something leading to people dying? Like, what's the deal? Niggas die every day, but when it's a celebrity or someone that's uh, of note, if you will. But it was like domino effect. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, well, all this superstitious stuff about you saying death comes in threes. Well, what about this shit for you? I was like, motherfucker, we ain't celebrating these people dying. It's just something that you kind of look at. Like, it's like, you know, it's the same thing when, um, back when those rock and roll people died in the early 70s. Mm-hmm. First of all, it was 1970s. And they were all three of them, the big ones, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, and Jim Morrison, they were all 27. That that's just you start looking at numbers like that's you can't ignore that that's a pattern there. I don't know like like you start looking at hey this person died and he's had these symptoms it's got to be a pandemic. I was reading the B paper today about who died on the twenty fifth of the month. Farrah Fawcett, Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. Aaliyah died on the twenty fifth of August. Right. And the left eye died on the twenty fifth of April. And some people I think when you start doing stuff like that. That and that's fine to look at the twenty fifth. But then some people start using it as superstitious, like I think it's like some countries, like if you look at you remember the whole thing that came up, what was it? Um it was like the sixth day of the sixth month of two thousand six yeah. and the omen came out, they said the world's gonna come to an end. I think you start looking at numbers, you look at it too uh 
I guess dogmatically, I guess that's the word I want to use. It's like, calm down. It's it's a pattern, but you're stretching. It starts turning into the number 23. And remember how the number 23 ended, right? Right. And, and you, you don't want that. To, and you, you don't want to be Jim Curry. I think this all ties like, into how people always talk about, you know, people just need faith. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to have faith in something for them to have meaning to their lives. You know, it's not like birds and doves and wild beasts believe in a religion. Mm-hmm. They just go off of natural instincts. And they can, you know, have a meaningful life. They eat, they sleep, and they poo, you know. I mean, <laughs> but, not too different from myself. Right, but I mean, but humans always try to attach themselves to something that's supernatural or something that doesn't have a side explanation for it. And right. sometimes shit just happens. Eat, sleep, and poop. Eat ESP. <laughs> Pretty much. And, but, and here's the deal. Go along. I agree with you. And some people say that's the argument of, well, that's what separates us from, and they use exactly what you're saying. You explain it out. That's what separates us from the animals. You start looking at this shit, that's to spin it back around to that most, I hate to say that most covered death, but Michael Jackson thing. You spin that shit back around. The whole thing that, um... You know, having faith and having all these different like values and things that separate us from the animals. Hmm. People are assholes, and people are not that close away from animals. Just look at the media coverage for this man's death. You can be dead. You can be fucking dead. Like people don't have no respect for the fucking deceased. And oh, yeah, at least he won't be able to touch children anymore. Where the fuck is your proof? And why are you talking about that now? Oh no, even in death they're going just. Um, people are worse you know. than animals. Yeah, they're worse than animals, and I mean, in many ways, like you said, the whole Michael Jackson thing, it goes to show how animalistic the human race is. You know, Michael Jackson had a skin disease, and then if he was what a rare animal in the wild, they pretty much would leave you to die, or because of your abnormality, you would stick out from the rest and make you an easy target. Mm-hmm. And what do we do? We attack the easy target. He was an easy target. He had a different belief system. Well, it wasn't even a belief system, but it's like um, when they teach you in like social sciences when you're in school, the mores, the, the taboos, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. In one place is okay, and another place is not. But here in America, it was just things that he was doing. They just went against the grain that people just could not get away from. Here's my thing with that, and I agree with what you're saying. Um, so now, let's somebody role play with the EW. Now, let's say I found the cure for cancer, the cure for AIDS, and all those times. But there's speculation that I just, you know, like to randomly kill people. Hmm, what's the, the bigger of two evils there? My speculation, no proof. My speculation, someone saying, hey, I saw him kill somebody. Or I was, I think he killed someone. Or me actually providing something that's going to be a benefit to society. I don't know. I think the biggest thing there is. You take what that person is doing. You take that positivity and utilize it for what it is. Don't try to base it on speculation. And don't try to say that that's the fucking facts. It's like, you know, you don't know what went on where. You just don't know. You just don't know. And it's just like, why are you saying, well, this man should be condemned for what he's done? He's gone. He's dead and gone. Why are you worrying about that? Most of these fuckers are on CNN. 
the only reason they're looking at this shit and promoting this shit, this, this death, and, you know, pretty much, it's a lot of people, there's a lot of sad people out there as to what happened. It means 12 people committed suicide since Michael Jackson died. And, you know, we're going to talk about this. This is only for ratings. That's the only major thing. I remember that first day it happened, or it was the second day it happened, Wolf Blitzer is on there. And it's like, I don't want to use the word for mudgeon, but I think I'm going to use the word for mudgeon. He's on this like, yeah, you know, the, uh, as he's reading off the teleprompter, yeah, uh, the, uh, king of, the king of pop, one of his most, uh, recent songs is Beat It. I was like, that was Mike, like, three calls ago, what the fuck are you talking about? Back in 1982. I was like, what, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> and it's like, one, I, I think, like, you, why are you reporting on this shit, and it's only for ratings? Like, it was some really horrible shit done on CNN. I know they're supposed to do the news, and there's different people on there. But it's just like, don't start pulling out little punge, little bad jokes. You know, the man in the mirror, he's of many faces. What the fuck are you trying to say? Just say it. And the thing to me, and I don't want to use race, but it's only white people out here saying this shit. That's because Michael Jackson belonged to us first. <laughs> Pretty much, and it's, and it's like, you know, that shit's acceptable. You little fucking corny ass jokes, you're not scary funny. No one cares about your little jokes. And this is the litmus test. We talked about this earlier. If you can honestly sit there and say, you know, and, and, and I think it depends on the timing. Like, if you're doing something when someone died, like the day, let's say, hmm, Lord forbid, Rob died. Hey, he's a fat fuck! That, that's, that's not you that know, funny. I was afraid when, when um, I was afraid that might happen after. Uh, that would die, no, I'm afraid too. I was afraid that what happened after Michael Jackson died. I knew, I knew they would say great things about him, but on the other hand, I knew that whole his the odd stuff would come out too. The controversy. Yeah. And it's, and like, it's mainly the the molestation case that sticks out in people's minds. Other than the elephant man's bones and uh, the oxygen chamber, I mean, who would now who would believe crap like that? First of all, I, I don't personally, I don't. He put the shell damn self. I don't read tabloids. He put the shell damn self because he's promoting um, what was it, Moonwalker or something? But he was on. He's he, promoting Captain EO. That's what he was doing. He's promoting Captain EO, and he said that he sent the fucking article to them, saying that he had X, Y, and Z, and he slept in the uh, hyperbaric chamber. Honestly, he didn't have to do that because they would have found out. <laughs> So, you know, that was a waste of uh, mail. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the, the thing is, it's like, where is that shit coming from? What's the point of it? It's like, you, and the people you hear it from, it's not the major people. Some people who say, I was never even a fan of him, but I can respect the man's talent, I can respect what he did, and keep it moving. But you need to take time out of your day to say, ha, 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 I'm glad he's gone. Or like my boss said that one time. So you tell me to eat a bullet. My boss was like, oh, yeah, it's about time he died. Like, damn. Yeah, and that's bad. And then I feel for his family because, like, everybody has, like, somebody probably in that family that most, like, society would not deem them uh, an asset to society. But if someone was to kill them or they were to die unexpectedly, they still have relatives that love them because they love them for the things that they did that weren't bad. You know what yeah, I mean? Because I felt bad for uh, his siblings and his I, mother and father. I feel and bad his for his, yeah, mainly for the kids because you're still going to have to look back at that. You're, you know, like, how was the oldest one is 13? Yeah. Okay, you're 13. 
your father's last album came out what ninety no two thousand one all right two thousand one okay so let's take what eight years away you were five when that came out but those other kids you're gonna get pretty much not much out of your father because he's no longer around you're gonna pretty much learn about what your father did through the media yeah. and then that's already gonna be but biased if that, if that if up if, if it was up to his family they wouldn't let that happen but I mean eventually you find out for yourself yeah and that, and, 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 and they, that's where it's gonna happen they probably been. They didn't, have, they didn't go to school, did they? I have no idea. I, seriously I would doubt they did, though. <laughs> yeah, I would doubt it, too. Yeah. Let me if I was him, I would not send my children to school. Because if I was him, I would not go out anywhere. I mean, you saw... The, I mean, people come out in, like... The oceans of... You know, it's like there's so many people that's, that surround him wherever he goes. Just, just look I mean, at the, um, the the funeral. You had slave ships of people out from the fucking Staples Center and shit. You have 17,000 in there. And that's the most packed, even though in the playoffs was just ended, that's the most packed I've ever seen Staples Center, right? Yeah, they had to, they had to open up the They had to open up the floor. floor. <laughs> yeah, they opened up something else where you could see into the... That's just crazy. It's like, you know, we're going to build scaffolding around the arena. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, so we're going to helicopter people in. And then, hmm, you honestly think LAPD, that's going to be the police department there, that you think that those other people are not going to be outside of that fucking that arena? Should t- that should tell you about Michael Jackson and his super, his huge superstar stat. Name me one other artist after him. If they drop dead tomorrow, would that ever happen? That probably... I don't think that's going to happen if Madonna passed away. No. No. I mean, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think, like... I, I want to find I want to find whether... Where he's at as far as because I know he won an humanitarian award today at his uh right. at his memorial, but I want to find out like how much money did he really give up as far as like charitable donations because I'm, I'm sure. you have all these different countries these countries I've never even heard of like I was like you you actually get music in this country it's like Antigua it's like yes love Michael Jackson let me just say this when um when Elvis passed away and when John Lennon was killed. And even when Marvin Gaye was killed, I'm pretty sure like the whole world was like mm-hmm. just tearing up. Right. And I really never, I wasn't around to experience that. And so this is pretty. I'm much surprised. The first. <laughs> so this is pretty much the first time I experienced when somebody famous died, and the whole world is just like strike, strike. Down. Actually, no, Princess Diana. Yes, like right. When she, when she died, the whole that. world was pretty much. Yeah, but, watching. But it's, it, it, I think when you're saying a famous person, there's a difference. Like this is the first time I can speak. I'll speak on my, for myself that you saw an icon die. Right. Yeah. And it's just like you know we. Good thing we haven't been named when like a president's died or something on those lines. I would assume it would be close, but not the same because you know you got half people like the president, whatever the case may be. I'm just saying like half people are Republicans, I see half the people are Democrats, no, and you go like that. Because let me tell you something. I actually teared up. When I heard a Michael Jackson song and saw the videos after like, he died, and I'm, I'm like, that because I, I was in denial for a while. I was like, like, nah, nah, I ain't fucking around. It's bullshit. This got to be a rumor. This is this is oh, some foul joke. Who do said like, this? I'm like, I can't believe he's actually dead. It's like I'm gonna stab someone. Because <laughs> when Ronald Reagan died, I it's like, like, oh well, he was old anyway. <laughs> yeah, and, and, uh, and I remember people were saying like the thing that pissed me off because we were going to Walmart. 
We were fucking going to Walmart. I checked my damn phone. I saw on Twitter. Rep Michael Jackson. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? He's so controlling it. It's like, oh. This is one of those good. moments where he was like, where was you when you, you heard Michael Jackson? Mm-hmm. We were in Lansdale. I was, on, I was on the bus and my mother called me. She's like, yeah. Ricky, you, can you believe this shit? I mean, and, and the thing, how many people could shut down Google for five minutes? The fucking internet was at a crawl. I went on B- five minutes. I went on BET.com and it was like over a thousand Twitter's on there about Michael Jackson. Five minutes. I mean, this is like huge. I mean, this is like it's like the um the bust of the whole e business. I mean, it's like it just, blew up yeah, again. it just just like five minutes. Why two J? Like, oh my goodness! Yeah, it's, it's only like, nine years late. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Michael Jackson, even when he died, he and went out big. They said he, like, he Joe, Button said that shit. Joe Button said that shit. He was like, you can put Elvis in there, you can put anyone else in there. It's like Uncle Jackson even died better than people. I'm telling you. This, I mean, this was like as big as his tours. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny because... <laughs> people it's got like, tickets and shit, they took their tickets, right? Yeah. Like, when I think of Michael Jackson and his death, it's like, it's sad that he's gone, <coughs> but in a way, I'm kind of happy for him because he don't have to put up with the it's bullshit that wacko, people that wacko jackal shit. And I'm like, That's you know, and it's funny, like, America should really look at themselves. They should take a look in the mirror. Pretty much, because, I mean, they didn't even accept him here, and he had to go to a foreign country to be accepted and loved, and, and for his quirkiness in the American society, you know... It was fine over there, you know. You know his eccentricness never really bothered me. I, me neither. I'm like, oh. like, like here's the deal: all celebrities are a bit aloof. But here's one thing I wanted to say that someone uh, hit me up on Facebook with. Uh, I thought was pretty interesting. My boy was like, "Now you can film, um, fucking Woody, Her- um, uh, not Woody Harrelson, Woody Allen, yeah. with this with Soon Yi at the fucking like Lakers game or something, and it's all cool." Wasn't a big piece of controversy that's there and it's still there because they married. She was nine years old when he uh, met her. But, you know, we got speculation with MJ, but with that, that's something that's live and in color. Now, you know what? It's, it's never going to go away. It's going to be up there with his musical legacy. And, that, and that's a major problem. You know what's also so funny about it? It's, it's like, it's technology also, like, messed the things up. Because I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, how many of those, like, during the, the black and white days, you know, how many of these movie stars, actors, singers, entertainers, or what have you, now, they were doing some crazy off-the-wall stuff over there in L.A. and in and, and Cali and whatnot. And I'm like, if they had the technology back then to put out Everybody shit like business out. Basically, there. they had TMZ. A lot of people wouldn't. Frankie Baby would not be the person that everybody loved because while he was there doing his stuff, he's in the mafia. That's what I'm saying. Like they would have put <laughs> his stuff out the there right away. And and I think that's another thing. Like if Michael Jackson was living in a time where technology wasn't like, let's put everything out there, put everybody's stuff out there. It seemed like people to me have a problem when. You're doing it while you're famous or mm-hmm. while you're in the spotlight. But if you die and then everything come out about you, it'd be like, oh, it's okay. I mean, it was He's dead as, as a past. You know? But peep, peep this right here. Like, remember, you ever, you saw, did you watch The Aviator with me before? No. Okay, I was, I was watching The Aviator, right? And then I wanted to learn more about Howard Hughes. So he started talking about it, like, on, like, like his real Hollywood story, what have you. And they was, like, they was finding him with men. And... 
somehow the, one of the guys apparently allegedly he was pounded out um, wanted to go to the news and shit wanted to go to the TMZ of what the 30s you know TMZ with that black and white camera that they're cranking and shit and pretty much they said that yeah we're gonna need a shitload of money for this not to come out and then all of a sudden the guy that was gonna talk he ended up dead this guy recently this, guy, this older guy he uh, said he used to be in a, like an organized uh, like electric boogaloo or something no, it's like an organized group where you can uh, physically threaten people. So like, he's like an intimidation group? Exactly. Like, when um, back when, uh, Rock, remember Rock Hudson, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. The yeah, he got the walk. Right. One of his uh, one of his former lovers threatened to out him during his reign, right? Mm-hmm. And Rock Hudson called up this, the guy who they were interviewing, and he said that Rock told him um, to handle it. Much up. Yeah, because they said they always made them travel in three, so it wouldn't seem like they was actually what mm. what you call. So it's it's concealing the shit. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, it's just three guys. Imagine, imagine if that came out when he, he was, was alive, when he was pipping his shit out. Mm-hmm. You know, but now he's dead. He's been dead for like twenty years now. Yeah. So it's, it's it's funny. But the thing is, like that would have been like factual shit, like, mm-hmm. and I don't even think then someone would say, you know, you know, Rock Hudson likes cock. He should be called Cock Hudson. <laughs> you wouldn't have that. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, well, you know, he's a leading man and shit. He's only with women in his movies and so on and so forth. Now it's just like all you need is speculation, and you're condemned in the court of public opinion, which doesn't really matter. But they try to segue that to you being condemned in the court. That doesn't equal out. Nope. I've read this in um, on Marlon Brando's body that he was bisexual too. Robert De Niro's father was bisexual. Oh. He, Robert De Niro's father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He sued the shit out of somebody who was gonna put some stuff. Um, the son, Robert De Niro, um, he was gonna put some shit out there like, like, yo, you ain't talking about my father. It's gonna be game time for your ass. And for every black person who's just, you know, because he acquitted his way, I'm like, one. First of all, a lot of people when. You don't necessarily do something wrong. And this goes to show how ignorant people are to the law. Even if you didn't do anything wrong, sometimes the legal The best thing to do thing is get out is of to it. Get out of it because it's going to drag out so long. Like You're probably spending less, less money. Like, that's why they try and settle out of most class action suits. Not because they think they wrong, but because it would take so long and so many lawyers and for teams to do all the research. You lose more money keeping this going for 20 years than just paying a million people. They just want to be like, let's just get it over. Peep right. this, peep this <laughs> shit right here. Now, okay, before OJ got to any of that trouble, to, to spin it back around, before he got to any of that trouble with his wife, now wasn't he beating the shit out of his wife before she ended up getting killed? He was beating the shit out of her because she... He no, was, I'm just saying, was he or wasn't he, though? He was. All right, now... And the relatives knew about it. And the, and the thing is, OJ was still cool. OJ was still the dude in fucking, uh, what was it, uh, low... Li- Lethal weapon, lethal 30, weapon. No, no, it wasn't lethal weapon. It was uh, naked, no, naked, naked gun. gun. He was still cool, Mr. Dude, and, you know, naked gun. And as soon as that shit comes out, it's like the child went on. He had his high-priced team of lawyers and shit, and he ends up getting off. Oh, fuck no. I can't fucking believe that. And then what happens? Years later, they come back for his ass on some fucking technicality. So, spinning it back back to MJ, MJ is still, for lack of a better term, he's still a black guy. Yeah. Regardless of what happens. So, but it's if, funny. Black people can, you know, criticize Mike Jackson for that. Okay, R. Kelly just got busted. No, but let, let, let me finish. Let me finish that point though. You can you can end up being caught back up on some, and they got him on pretty, pretty much OJ Simpson on pretty much a, a technicality, whatever the case may be. 
Now, this is pretty much the same shit that he's accused of. Now, him being a black guy, shouldn't they have just gotten his ass? It's like, you should just be in the box right now. It's like, well, it's speculation, so I guess that's, that's a jail trial. And now you're thinking on, on R. Kelly, right? Yeah, like, okay. This dude, then what? He married Aaliyah when she was 15. Um, he had that little um video. Drip, drip, drip. And then and now he just, what? Just on you. Lo- in the last week, he... Um, they, they, the cops in fucking Illinois are looking to, for, like, a 17-year-old in his premises while he's yeah. away. Which, she just turned 17, but when she was with him, she, she was 16. 16. And the a legal lost age in, in Illinois is 17. What is his problem? Why do you have 19-year-old oh, friends? Yeah, remember he said this? Like, yeah, I got, I got 19 year old friends. All, I'm 23 years older than them. First of all, you're R. Kelly. You can have any woman you want. Why... Actually, his name should be S.R. Kelly, though. Statutory rate, Kelly. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, like, it's, it's amazing because you would think by this time, at least he'd be messing with a 20-year-old. Why would you even float close to that line when you have, a, like, a running history of this? this and everybody still, what? Step into the... Name alone. Yeah. This is the litmus test for that, though. Now, when did uh, 12 play come out? 1993. Okay, it came out in 1983. That's 16 years old. Just a few years ago. She was a fucking one-year-old when your, like, biggest single was out oh, and shit. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. Yeah. It's like, you don't want to play with that badge and shit. You was... I don't know. I guess because he got turned on when he did... What's his name? When he did, I guess, uh, Space Jam. He did leave, like, a flight. He's like, guess he got to be around kids again. I don't know what to say. And, I mean, you got this dude on tape. That's a, that's a fucking smoking gun right there. But, literally, you can step to the, you can step to the name love. Mm-hmm. You can do your, do your, do your, do your, do your. I cannot believe he said that wasn't him. <laughs> you remember the thing they said on, um, on Reggie Smiley show? It's like, the only reason you mess with young chicks because it looks bigger in their hands and shit. <laughs> it's like, that's fucked up. But, I think segueing from that, I think, I, think the, I think we all can agree that all this media coverage, all of this negative shit's been said about him, if it's true, you got you still got to ignore it. Yeah, it's over. It, it, it's funny because you, you know after the whole um, Princess Diana done those years ago, you remember how everybody hated the paparazzi, paparazzi and like they pretty much like condemned that shit. Yeah, like it was like a lot of magazines took a lot of hits because didn't nobody want to read it because even though they said European paparazzi is worse than what right. we had here, are. but I'm sorry, TMZ seemed to be floating. Really close to how they was telling <laughs> Entertainment um, Tonight isn't? I'm just saying because TMZ, they try to get you to hit them. They want you to hit them. Yeah. Oh. Entertainment yeah. Tonight, they just try to catch you doing something or saying something real grimy, trying to get you to curse them out. Mm-hmm. But they're not looking for you to physically touch them. Most paparazzis do that to, to get a lawsuit. But here's, here's the deal, though. Entertainment Tonight, they, they're not really doing the whole thing like TMZ. They're not going after people. They don't do their interviews because... You remember how the whole thing came out about, well, George Clooney, I don't like to, you know, they, they tried to say something about George Clooney that he didn't once said. Mm-hmm. So just like, yo, this ain't coming out. And I got friends. So you're not going to be able to talk with Brad, whoever else. That's a wrap. But the thing with them, they posted those last shots of MJ when he was in the fucking ambulance. They posted it on their website. They're the only site that posted that on their website because that shit was a little tasteless. But the thing that gets me, and this is the major thing, what the fuck is up with Perez Hilton? Perez Hilton's about to get his shit cut off. Did you see um, him uh, on uh, camera saying that? Well, I am. No, not even not even that. Oh. That was that was beginning of the week. Oh, well, 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 That's the beginning of that week. Well, 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 well. At the end of that week, 
you're probably going to be pissed about this. Basically, he said he faked the heart attack because he had cold feet about doing this concert tour. But he's dead. Yeah, he said this be while dead. he said this while he was dying. You had motherfuckers saying we're going to close your site. Dead. They had motherfuckers threatening him, and and um, it was like Pete Wentz, Ashley Simpson, and John Mayer. They were going extra hard at his ass on fucking Twitter. I'm stumped. Because, like, it doesn't make any sense. And and then, you know what? After a while, you had to sit there. You get mad at the paparazzi. And you get mad at people like, uh, what's his name? Perez Hilton. Or, or whatever he comes out. And, yeah, his name and is when, Mario LaFontaine. Yes, when the heat and the pressure gets a little too tough for him. Oh, he, for something ignorant, he says. He uses his real name. Because now, it's not his ultimate ego. Perez Hilton. I am a person. I am a man. I'm you a know, flamer you, to the max. Yeah, um. and, and you and and then trying to you know use other minority groups, you know, to back yeah. you. Just because you're gay doesn't mean every gay society is going to back you when you're saying ignorant shit out your mouth. Because people don't have problems with gay people like that. They have problems with ignorant gay people. Like they have problems with ignorant straight people. Pretty much. And, and it, if you're a dick, you're a dick. It doesn't mean if you're straight, you're just purple, dick. polka dot, an alien, you're a dick, you're a dick. That the, um, glad people wasn't backing him up yeah, he said that he won an apology because they didn't back him up when uh, allegedly William knocked the shit out of his ass. And here's the deal, right? Now, you were up there and you're gay, right? And you just had like a big thing about you saying, you know, gay rights and so on and so forth. And because she didn't believe in gay marriage, then she doesn't believe the need to she, win. He called her, he called her a bitch because... He called her, he was going to call her a cunt, too. Oh, he said he, I wanted to call her a cunt. But he calls William a faggot. And, and, oh. and that's what led to the, the ass whipping he got. Well, actually, he got punched in the eye and then he ran out. He cannot tell me he didn't see that coming. Like, <laughs> so why would you use such a derogatory term? I wanted to call him the most hatred, hatest thing I could think of. No, wait, that, why don't you call him a nigga? Call him a nigga. I bet you wouldn't have made it out of there. But the, the thing is, though, he's gay. Why would you call another guy a faggot? Because they throw that a word around like we throw around nigga. And that's, and that's the funny thing about it. It's but, like it's cool and it's accepted. But, but he said it in a derogatory yeah, and manner. And that's the problem. It's like, <laughs> dude, you're fucking kettle calling the pot black or whatever that cliche goes as. And, and, and that's, that's fucked up. I don't think that should be. And that's why Glad got mad at him, probably. Pretty much. It's like, <laughs> man, why you gonna back you? Shit. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's, it's like you're saying, you know what? I hate black people and shit. And he's like, damn, can the NAACP help me? I don't get my ass beat, that's man. Like, that's like OJ calling somebody a porch monkey or a jingle and and getting popped in the face by some big oh, black dude. That's a topic for NAA, another show. And that's the NAACP won't back him up. Because that's a topic for another show. I got something for your ass now. Well, let's just move on. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so from there, we've talked about that shit. And I think pretty much the the consensus is all that negative shit for MJ was, I think, for the most part, unwarranted. The best I can say is he's a bit aloof. And my understanding is no one even talked about his fucking charitable stuff. And fucking we got a world. So, I mean, it's a lot of good day in, with a lot of strangers. But you know that's what they choose to talk about because that's what makes the news. But I, I mentioned that, you know, the whole song, We Are The World, and his charitable efforts and so on and so forth. He had a huge impact internationally, right? Shit. Um, so, although none of us knew him, of course, and, you know, you were around longer during his career than, you know, well, actually we all around, around with the last 24 years, even though 
kind of died out, not, not as far as like life, but died out as far as his career was, you know, him. Yeah. But we were all around during that time when he was still out putting his shit out. What impact did he have on you as far as like whether it was his music, whether it was like, you know, kind of seeing him in the spotlight? What kind of impact did he have on you? I just, I just, I was just uh, enjoying watching a black artist be as big as he was. Mm-hmm. There was no other black artist like that nope. doing what he did. You know, when Quincy Jones said it best, he was glad to be alive to see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, he was so big. I mean, he had it, it, it crossed. It was no color to him, mm-hmm. even though. Uh, I mean, <laughs> But you know what I'm saying, right? Right. I mean, even when he was at his darkest, <laughs> in his widest, <laughs> even when he was at his darkest, there was no color lines. There was right. no. It was. It, it was gay people liked him. Straight people liked him. Uh, women, men, black, white, what have you. Aliens was, liked him. I mean, Ice T. Ice T. Said he even heard the hardest gangster screaming like a. Bitch. Dude, remember uh, the fucking video for um, Beat It? Wasn't it like real gangsters in that video? Yeah. It's like, man, I ain't dancing, man. I ain't but dancing you know on the night. What's so funny about what Ricky said? Like, all these different type of people. Mm-hmm. All these different type of people could go to the same forum all together yeah. without having some type of altercation back breaking out. Right. Normally, you know, people would throw a concert and either something go horribly wrong, and that's when you hear about shooting. Or somebody getting trampled. Yeah. yeah. And, and, when you think about it, Michael, have you really ever heard anything? Have you ever really, heard of no rapings go yeah, down? You know, have you ever really heard about any type of bad things that happen for, you know, gays and straights to be in the same form? Blacks and whites? Yeah, and, you know, Bloods Get and Crips. L- L- I mean, you know, yeah, so, I mean, they have all these people in the same place and not for something, and for it to be so many people whenever he goes, yeah. for it not to be any, like, bad like the most confusion is people trying to run up and talk and, and pass think. out. You see, you see a three hundred man, three hundred pound man just pass out. Like, God damn, get this fat nigga off me! That's what I'm saying. He brought like even with a white glove on. He even shit. brought he, he even brought generations together. Yeah, I mean, my mother would pretty much spend her teenage years knowing who Michael Jackson was. And then, like, like pretty much covered that what you just said. You had from the like early when he got when he got his shit on. He had a fucking disco album to a New Jack Swing album. Right. How the fuck? Who, who's done that successfully? Nobody. And, and, I, and I just think, what's, what's your thing? Your, that impact that you had, the same, the, what you just mentioned? impacted me. It's funny because, like, even though I remember, like, watching, like, like I said, most of, like, the Thriller and the Billie Jean, like, most of those music videos, I thought were movies when I was, was little shit. anyway. But, like, I guess it's kind of, like, on a similar path with Ricky, except for... I didn't really understand those type of things back then because I was so young, you know, to understand that, you know, he's black and he's an entertainer and all these people love him. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand that it was such a huge thing back then. But, you know, I just remember when Ricky threw that, um, that Mickey Mouse cover that looked exactly like the Michael Jackson cover, but But it had like the the Magic Kingdom and Mickey and all of the Disney characters in it. And I thought that was hot. And then I came to realize, and I was like, maybe he really didn't impact me as much as I thought he did. But he did, because, you know, when I think about it, whenever I hear his music, I remember when I was little, dancing like a nut, you know. It didn't matter. You were dancing machine. It was was good music, and it just made you want to dance. You know, when you listen to Janet's stuff, 
I can I sometimes feel that way and I just be dancing making a, a total ass out of myself but it's fun you know and it, sometimes you don't get that feeling unless you hang around with the old heads at the cookout and all that oh, old music yeah, start playing yeah, like that yeah. Frankie Beverly and Maze but the yeah. thing with him was he had he had, <laughs> he had this, this amount of substance along with his stock so you had like high substance and high like, style. Like songs like Man in the Mirror and um, <clears throat> Human Nature. <laughs> Human Nature and, you know. Gone Too Soon. It's and like, then, you like, have your introspective and stuff and your pop stuff. Like, how many artists did I listen to when I was growing up, you know, and how many of them used samples out of his stuff? I can think of like five right off the bat Shit. without even naming the songs. You we know? were talking about the fucking 8 town <laughs> Stomp, the yeah, damn black I mean, and white video. Yeah, I mean, it's just so many things. Like, concerts are based off of what he did. I mean, he he had a show. He's like the greatest show on earth. Fuck Ringling Brothers. <laughs> well, okay. Um, what are you now? This is going to be a little difficult because you literally can fucking make an entire like radio station, a terrestrial radio, what have you, internet radio, out of like you know just his content. Top two favorite songs from him ever. You start Only two. All right. I definitely love um, "Remember the Time." I love the song and I definitely love that music video. I remember I would sit there and wait for hours to see that music video. Um, and what was the one that had the robot in it? Was that for like Moonwalker? What, what music video was that? That was the Smooth Criminal one. That was the Smooth Criminal, yeah. Now that shit, and that, 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 that patented hot. fucking lean. Oh man, that was fucking hot. Yeah, that was okay. those. They, they were hot videos. I think, I think my two were. Uh, See, I don't. I like. I like the rockiest stuff. I, I was saying my favorite song was "Beat It." I, I love that shit. I was trying to find a fucking three X white jacket and that three X like fucking red jacket. I was gonna have my own knife fight and shit. With, but I was gonna act as a fucking flamboyant as the guy with the white jacket on. That was extra. Mm-hmm. I was like, he is kicking high as shit for to be a gangster. And um, and um, I didn't see the video until recently. I didn't know this song existed until like the last few months. But it's climbed very quickly up into mine without copying off what you said because I like Smooth Criminal a lot. But uh, Dirty Diana's my shit. <laughs> it's like, ah! Do that Diana. shit. Oh, my shit. <laughs> Look at me! Like, uh. <laughs> Remember the end we saw the end of Bad and shit? And he was talking about all that shit. Like, you ain't a man. You bitch. I was like, damn. Calm down, buddy. You know that gang, you know, that gangster walking towards the nigga and shit. He's like, what's, you ain't bad. You ain't nothing. <laughs> Now, I already know, I already know Billie Jean is my number one favorite. Billie Jean is my number one favorite. That was pretty much one, the best pop song I've ever heard. If you, if you were able to walk around, right, if you were able to live that video, like, every step you took when you walked into the bus stop, the fucking, like, bricks lit up. It's like, this is the greatest thing ever. Girls will come up to him and say, you know, kid ain't mine. Yeah, kid ain't mine. It's like, hey, that's the song for for the Maury show and shit. Yeah, like you are the father. Nah, bitch. Nah, she ain't my lover. Like, pop that in. So what it be your number? (laughs) What's number two? I have no idea. Come on, man. I guess don't stop till you get enough. That's the shit right there. Because you know, for it to be, it was 1979 when that came out. Ooh, damn, that's when you was born. 
was born the same year Thriller came out. That was 82. <laughs> He's salty. Uh, anyway, 30 years old now. Yeah, right? You're an old man. Just, but the thing about, the thing about a song like that. For some reason, it sound like Cosby. If we can think about it a little something. And the year after that. The year after that was 1980. <laughs> And Disco was supposed to have been dead. It's supposed to have been dead. What, like, 77 or something like that? Something like that. And, it's, and he, like, he reignites the shit. That was, like, his joint, right? Think about... But, see, it wasn't just Disco to me. Because it, it, it sounded like a Disco-y song, but it was more than that. Because that had Rock With You on it, too, right? That, yeah. the same album. And, and the, the add to what Ricky was talking about... Have anybody really paid attention to his music videos and when they came out? Because the production on those fucking music videos were, like... Remember the time Better than what, most movies Remember time came out what, what, time, what year did that video come out 1991 And just looking at that show, I was like Damn this is a good ass CGI That nigga turned to sand And he ain't a sand nigga Think about uh, his thriller video That's the And the, and the song too Cause think about it, He was really theatrical With his music Not not, think, not anybody else Was like that Yeah and I mean Also Here's another thing This is, this is one thing I'll show you with, with the music video Since you like the music videos a lot who has literally been able to do something that just said, damn, is this a movie I'm watching? And you are convinced that this is a fucking movie. People tried. Who's been able to, like, remember what, what Cheryl was saying and shit? And they were talking about when they was growing up, like, you fucking, like, get up late as shit to watch fucking TV right before TV goes off. Not like TV's being turned off, like when TV just go to a blue screen. You're staying up to fucking watch that 15 minute, 13 minute, 15 minute video. And you're sitting there like, damn, I know I saw this last week and shit, but this is the shit. And you were up literally watching that shit. I didn't get introduced to that until like '96. I didn't see the drill of it until like '96. I, I saw it. I saw it when I saw it when I was. I remember when I saw it. When I, was, I was. I was four at the time when I seen it because my cousin Shelby, had, she's about ten years older than me. She had. Uh, she had making them. Making up, making up for her. Oh, just her mother bought it for for Christmas. Plus, they made it nice. God damn! <laughs> and I saw the. I, I, even though I seen the making of it, the video gave me nightmares. Did somebody bust ass a second ago? By the way, <laughs> this smells horrible over here. But think about this: how many people, how many artists you know made it out after disco was supposed to be dead? How many? And did it successfully? Right. No. I think they only named four. I can't name. <laughs> Michael Jackson, Diana Ross, Donna Summer, and the Yeah, I figured. Well, see, I'm Diana more, Ross is probably in it. I'm a very contemporary guy, and I haven't heard anything from any of them in the last. And I thought Donna Summer's because ten years. So. She kept pretty much kept it alive by herself. Yeah, right, because think about it, when the '80s came, they were still successful in the '80s. Right, mm-hmm. but I think he transitioned the best yeah. right between. But then again, he was the youngest too. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I think he transitioned better than everybody else. <laughs> I think I think he changed. I think he evolved. And then I think again it was because of his age. But I think he evolved in his music, but with it keeping the um, the elements that made him successful. Yeah, he stayed true to himself. But he and it's like, did he evolve with music, or did he help did music he evolve? evolve? It's, it's hard to say in that thing. Yeah, it's, that. it's like, you know, some of the stuff that he was on, it's like, hmm, who is biting off? And the fact that the shit that he's did like 10, 15 years ago, because like you said, his heyday probably ended when he was like still at the peak of his success was the mid-90s. Who is still doing shit that he's, who's still doing shit now that he was doing in the mid-90s? I think that's how you get the answer to that question. 
it's like, okay, that motherfucker is doing the same exact dance that MJ did in the black and white video. Why? I thought she was a new artist. You know, his, uh, his career went cold before that, too. I yeah. Mean, I remember when, um, after, what was it, the Jackson 5 had, what, four... <laughs> they had those bad late, late yeah, albums. They had, they had four number one hits in a row. Dude. Then after, like, when they were getting older, the, the career started to get cold. Jermaine left, and, and they replaced him with Randy. They left Motown, and... Not like Randy Jackson. Like, I look like Randy Jackson, no, but the real no, Randy no, Jackson. No, uh, their brother. Not dog Randy Jackson, okay. And... He, in the, and he... When he released Off the Wall, that pretty much revived his career. Ah, Pete this. They were talking about, and we are going to get ready to wrap up really soon, I think, uh... This has been an excellent topic, but one last thing I wanted to touch on and kind of get your feedback on. Um, I remember on Twitter, and I use Twitter a lot, of course. They had, I think it was Joe Buttons that said, no, it was fabulous. He said, did you know they're going to do a movie? So, how would they do the movie? Who would be your ideal MJ in the movie? And they said you got to do it on the stages. Remember that Bob Dylan movie that came out a couple years ago? When they had like five different guys play Bob Dylan. But wait a minute, didn't they do that? No, I'm talking about like of history, not like the American Dream. Okay, but knowing how private he was, would would that information even come out? What do you mean? Well, like Tina was love got to do with the Tina Turner put her input in that. No, I, no I'm, I think he's talking more so about the musical career, like yeah, uh, almost like, like almost like, like Ray. Okay. Yeah, like who would who would. Yeah, somebody was like, um, you have to include Chris Brown in there some way, shape, I or form. I think so too, because Chris Brown, he do have Michael's moves pretty much. I don't know, I can't imagine anybody else doing. I'm like, I'm I, mean, I couldn't imagine Jamie playing Ray Fox, but I mean, I mean, Rick, not Rick Fox, Ray Fox oh. or anything else. Ray Charles. I wanted to say like Jamie and Ray because they're the same person no, now, but uh, yeah. but you, you couldn't imagine like Jamie Fox playing like you know Ray. At all, I couldn't see that shit. I was like, "Ray, Ray, huh? Jamie's playing Ray." We're not gonna fight. Okay. And then it turns out to be a pretty adequate movie, even though he milked the fuck out of that after the movie was over. That's why I call him Ray Fox. It depends on how talented you are. You know, you sometimes you don't even have to look like the person that you're playing. Think about it. Larry Fishburne didn't look like Ice And maybe bitch, you got a mark, can you? And the Angela Bassett didn't look like Team Turner. Yeah, I think, but that movie came out in 92. 93. Well, 93. Early 90s. I think you're doing a little bit better now, and singers are more inclined. So I think you gotta go with a singer. Okay, Diana Ross, when she played Billy Holiday. I don't think you ever seen that movie. How old is that movie? Still realizing it's, it's older than 93, isn't it? 1972. The point, but the point I'm making is I think singers are becoming a little bit better. I think you still got to go with a singer and I think it has to be something recent. That's why I was using Ray's example that came out with 1805. Yeah. So I think you got to kind of go in that direction. Hopefully someone has some type of acting chops. Or some, or have his his personality in, in their voice. Yeah. yeah. Don't even exactly have to sound like him but have his... <laughs> what well, did you see? He said I had a deeper voice when he was singing and he was talking. Or was the other way around? Yeah, he had a deeper voice when he sung than when he was talking. Because I remember that interview they had with him when he was at the White House with uh, Ronald Reagan. So it's just a pleasure to be here today. I was like, damn, is he talking? Then he, then on stage, yeah, he like, when he talks, he sounds more like he's singing than when he sings. Because <laughs> I, he's like, I, I've been jeans. 
about my get all sensitive on you and shit and he's up there saying she's not in my life and he, he starts crying on stage and shit and he's like Tito stop teasing mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like that's funny as shit but pretty much the, back to the whole topic the, 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 the cast that um, that they were tentatively kicking around and I think we were closing this note uh, they, they said that Mike when he was like young you'd probably go with Chris Brown I was like okay and then they said uh Around like the off the wall years, I guess they said probably Neo, and then uh, and then to end things out, they said you have to go with uh, Eddie Murphy to end things out. I, I don't know if I don't know if I agree, but I don't agree with that at all. I don't know. Except for the Chris Brown thing, but Neo during his off the wall days. Oh. But the thing the thing I thought was fun, I thought was really intriguing, was with the uh, was with Eddie because I think. He proved in what's name that he could play a musician and play a musician well in uh, was it Dreamgirls? Yeah, and, 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 and he's an actor who can sing, so you got you have both sides of it. Yeah. I don't think he looks like him, so you're definitely gonna have like the fucking white face go on, and it's gonna be like fucking the clump somehow. Because there was a time when Usher said he wanted to do Marvin Gaye. I remember that. Or and Jackie Wilson. I think. Mm. You know what's so funny though <clears throat> that. Is not to say Broadway. You don't really have you have Broadway actors, but they're not like they used to be because you know you didn't used to go see a movie. You used to go and see a play, a play type thing. But people, actors who did you know plays, they could sing, dance, and act. You know, it's rare to get you can't someone get triple threat and shit that does it consistently well. And all three, you know, like they're all equal. Like if you had that totem pole of the arts and shit, like an actor that acts in movies is probably between an actor that acts in TV versus an actor that acts in like plays. Because you're right. doing that shit live and ain't no such thing as take. But do you want to know what's so funny? They actually say they like getting TV actors to wind up doing um, big screens. Because TV actors film so many in a day, they remember their lines better. Ah, ah, it's okay. funny, but you can't. It's harder to take somebody who do movies and throw them in the it's, TV it's a rare because fight. they. It's hard for them to learn their lines. Ashanti said because she she's doing the wigs, right? <laughs> I actually can see her doing the wigs with the crazy hair. So she's she's gonna play the line, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> she ain't playing the line. She's because then Diana Ross, you know what's funny about that? When The Wiz came out in 78, right, they said she was too old to be that. <laughs> but just think about it. She'll be the Wicked Witch and shit this one. She was 33 when she, she did that. God damn, how old? It came out, what year? 1978. 1978, god damn. Shit. She's the old bitch. She's 64 now. She was, yeah. Shit. So, you know, because when Stephanie Mills did, she was at what, 18? Or 19? <laughs> I like the movie first. You know Nipsey Russell in there? Nipsey Russell was the team man. Michael Jackson was the scarecrow. <laughs> I remember the scarecrow. Diana Ross was Dorothy and uh, some guy named Ted Ross was the one. Uh, and the, the one from What's Happening was uh, Evil Link. Um, no, Carter? 
No, Mabel King. The uh, the the mother. Dude, I'm not I'm not 38, so I don't. You come on. You seen what's happening? No, I haven't. I'm a rerun. I was called rerun, and I didn't know what the fuck people were talking about. But oh my god, this is like the Goonies all over again. Oh my goodness. Sorry, man. She's saying basically you you have no excuse. (laughs) I I watch good TV. No, um, I just didn't. I wasn't privy to it. Oh. I saw what's happening now, don't know. And Lena Horn was blended a good one. I know Lena Horn. <laughs> and I can't I, believe you, you didn't. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why, why you act like you bad, huh? Mm. You ain't bad. You, you ain't, ain't nothing. <laughs> and for uh, t- for T, Rick, and Rob, this is a Rob cast. Uh, Watkins out. <laughs>